You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey there, non-plus listeners. You're the sort of person who likes to partake of a tipple from time to time. A what? A tipple. You know, it's a bit of, it's a bit of booze, but coyly and a little British. Coyly British is my stage name. Okay. If you enjoy <laughs> a cocktail from time to time and you're looking to jazz things up a bit, you should definitely check out Shaker and Spoon. Yeah, Shaker and Spoon is a really cool subscription service that helps you be your own mixologist. They send you a new box every month centered around a carefully curated cocktail theme. Inside, you'll find all your ingredients, instructions, and even mixology definitions to help you craft your very own fancy cocktails. You provide the poison, Shaker and Spoon provides the pizzazz. To sign up and get $20 off your first box, head over to shakerandspoon.com forward slash nonplussed. Again, that's shaker, A-N-D, spoon.com slash nonplussed to get 20% off your first order. I'll drink to that. And one for Molly. <laughs> like it was, she was literally dying and no one was doing anything. I feel like that happens on the show a lot. Like, Josh will go as red as a beet. <laughs> and you'll just keep going. And I'll just keep going. Oh, that's real l- love. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here for the people. To another episode of Non Plus, a gay romp through the Disney Plus vault. That over there is my husband Clancy, and over there is my husband Josh. And we are Non Plus, a mischief media podcast. It is the start of spoopy season, Woo! and it's made that much spoopier because I turned thirty-eight at the beginning of it, and as I grimly march towards forty. I try to derive joy wherever I can find it. And he's looking sexy as ever. Thank you. <laughs> you all didn't hear it, but I had to convince him to say that. What do we got first? We've got some mischief merch. It's spooky season, like we said, and you can get a spooktacular 13% off Ooh. all sorts of spoopy stuff over at mischiefmerch.com by using the code pumpkin juice. Yeah. And uh, you can also use the offer code nonplus10 to get 10% off any of the MCU or nonplus merch. Yeah. So it still all exists. Still all exists. This week, we've got some fun big news. We do. Uh, they announced sort of Agatha Vision. Well, that's what I called it. I mean, they've uh, we've got it from Variety. They had the exclusive a WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn is in development at Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. Uh, and it's 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 an Agatha Harkness uh, show. Apparently, um, it's a dark comedy. Obviously, Hahn would reprise her role. Yeah. Uh, and no plot details, just that um, Jack Schaefer, who was the head writer and I think the showrunner for WandaVision, um, would, uh, is going to write an EP on this one. That's cool. That, that, that sounds delightful. And also, like... Eh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm Here I'm ready. It. I'm ready for Here more for Marvel TV shows. Yes. Uh, they also uh, announced the premiere date for the book of Boba Fett. Mm. Um, that is going to be coming out December 29th. But yeah, uh, it's effectively was backdoor piloted off the end of the Mandalorian season two. Yep. Sort of couple of uh, last episodes, um, and is going to pick off basically where Boba Fett and Fennec Shand Shand 
left off yeah. in a, in the Mandalorian. Yeah, it should be super, super, super fun. Here for Star Wars content. Here for Marvel says the show. Nom, 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 nom. We're going to gobble it up. Yes, yes, please. Also coming to the platform this month, we've got Alvin and the Chipmunks. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip. Oh. Yes, both of those. Um, I think Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales has already gone up. Yep. Uh, Black Widow will also be on the platform. And as you're hearing this, Muppet Haunted Mansion has premiered today. Yes. That's very exciting. I am so excited. We're going to watch it. Yeah. We're delighted. Maybe we'll do an episode. We might do an episode. We'll see if we can pull it off. We'll see what happens. No promises. There's also a lot of original series getting new episodes. Rookie of the Year and Thumbelina are coming at the end of the month, but we've got the full list provided for you by Vulture Sports. in the show description. Yeah, uh, as always, all of our research comes uh, from Wikipedia, IMDb, and Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, we, yeah, there, wasn't, there wasn't much research done for this one. Um, there wasn't much available. There wasn't, but what movie are we doing this week, Josh? Good Lord. Yeah, it, you can find it under a few titles, but on the platform, it's referred to as Mr. Boogity. It premiered as one of the magical world of Disney, like original movies yeah. uh, during a Halloween time. No, not even during a Halloween time. April 20th. It, w- it was 420, 1986. <laughs> Somebody had to be smoking something. Somebody. Because my be. goodness, written by Michael Janover and directed by Oz Scott, who's done a lot of TV. Yeah, I, I thought one of the standouts was he did the what if episode of the um uh, agents of shield very prescient considering everything that we're watching right now yeah what did you all see uh what did you all think of the what if finale we loved it let us know yeah for sure Hit us up on twitter about your thoughts i'm excited to see more of all of that um but it's also starring a lot of people you may or may not have seen on tv before especially if you're my age or older yeah we've got richard mazer as carlton davis uh, recently, he's been in Orange in the New Black and Transparent. Mimi Kennedy is Eloise Davis. She was Dharma's mom on Dharma and Greg. And oh, she's done cool. so many other things. She's right now, I think, on Mom. Mom just rap. I think they just finished that. That's the one with Alice and Janie, too. Yeah. Anyway, Benjamin Gregory as R.E. Reginald Ernest David. He's the kid from ALF who didn't really <laughs> do anything after ALF. Bless. Uh, David Faustino as Corwin Davis. He's Bud Bundy. Oh, shit. But also did a bunch of other things. I think he did a voice on Legend of Korra. Oh, yeah. Between the two of them, lots of young adolescent crushing from me on characters that they played that I enjoyed in my youth. We got Catherine Kelly Lang as Widow Marion. Uh, she was on The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Like, same character, long running on daytime soaps. Like, if you That's or delightful. your mother ever watched a soap opera, you probably know exactly who Catherine Kelly Lang is. <laughs> Uh, we also have John Aston as Neil Witherspoon. Yeah, here's Gomez Adams from Adams Family. Yeah, yeah. The live action one. Yeah. He also uh, was a recurring character on Murder, She Wrote for a bit on The Fun. Nanny. <laughs> he took all of those roles more seriously than he did this one. Christy Swanson as Jennifer Davis. It's the OG Buffy. Yeah, I noticed that. That was rad. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. When people were joking about removing Trump from Home Alone 2, she was like, well, then you can remove me from all of that because my politics are meh, meh. Really, it's that nobody was talking about Christy Swanson and hasn't for two decades. Okay, so and she needed her it. out. Okay. Well, you know, it Anyways. is what it is. Then we had Jamie McKinnon as Jonathan and Kedrick Wolf as Satan. I don't know why he's credited because he's really just in that one kind of erotic, kind of spooky scene. Yeah, it's There's wild. A, had a big young Goodman Brown vibe about it for any of you old lit majors. Yeah. And then John Addison was a composer of the films, the, the uh, of the film's score. Yes. Yeah. 
Clancy, what, uh, just off the dome, uh, if I were to give you 30 seconds and you've even got that handy counter right there, what are your impressions overall of Mr. Boogity? Well, I've had, um, th- this was, I am, th- uh, well, ooh. that was 10 seconds. Um, so like it, there's, you know, like when you, well, uh, um, not a concise man, are you? It's, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm literally holding coffee over my laptop, you asshole. <laughs> no, 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 sir. I didn't like it. Yeah. There's not, I mean, y'all. I, I, I didn't. I just, I, this was. I don't, I don't understand how it, it'll any scare point, your kids for the wrong reasons. Yeah. It's not even worth your time as a parent. I'm assuming that I'm talking to parents thinking, what can I watch with my kids this spoopy season? Yeah. Um, I mean, the only uh, thing this has going for it is that it's 45 minutes long. Literally the <laughs> only thing going for it is that you can watch it while doing the dishes and not give a shit. Right. I, uh, anyways, right. uh, I mean, here we go. Novelty salesman Carlton Davis and his family are thrilled to finally move into a full-size house in Lucifer Falls, New England, arriving at their new home on a dark and gloomy night. Upon arrival, they're spooked by an old man named Neil Witherspoon who warns them about the house's tragic history, telling them to beware of the boogity man. The family begins to explore their new surroundings, disturbed by curious sounds and lights. Just when it seems that they might find something supernatural, Carlton flips on the lights, which show nothing but old furniture and other clutter. After exploring the basement and grudgingly leaving, Ari realizes his bear is missing. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. I can't. You lost me at we're moving in the middle of the night. A. You lost me at what looked like, what's the name? The logo looks like gay city. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's their business that they run is called gag city. Looks like gay city. Gag city. All the clown noses on the side of this truck are drawn like dicks. There's a clown on top of the truck that has its tongue sticking out. It looks like a dick. There's the, this is phallic from top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's the Josh Whitkey story right there, but like, (laughs) you know, gag city like i was like what what is this the point is is it's all fucking ridiculous yeah the other thing that's stupid ridiculous is that jennifer is bitching about farmer boys as if they're not going to be cute see why we have to move to the middle of nowhere with a bunch of farmers and cows and no cute boys first of all jennifer it's not the middle of nowhere it's the middle of new england (laughs) secondly not only is this place beautiful but we will be the only gag city franchise for hundreds of miles. I'm sorry. I get that they're main farmer boys, but yeah, let's not ignore an entire trope of romantic novels. Exactly. They're Save also a horse. <laughs> right. A, a farm boy. Right. A farm boy. Oh my God. They're like having this picnic or whatever in this, like if rolled into the town and they're having a picnic and they bring out these bags of chips that each have chip two chip clips on it you got for so no reason. On the double chip clip. I was just like, where are there so many like chip a clips? Cultural thing of the eighties to overuse chip clips. Like, was it just a thing? Like, like you could have put one chip clip in the center, and it would have, it would have clipped those chips. But mm. yet there were multiple clip chips everywhere. Thank you for coming to my clip chip talk. Oh my god. Uh, anyways, yeah, th- this is uh, th- this movie is just wild. It, uh, right from the beginning 
Yeah, like you, like you said, in the middle of the night, why are they moving? To, and the house is sold by Devil May Care Realty. The town's called Lucifer Falls. Yeah, we get it. They also like where was we've been we've been house hunting recently. Um, yes, looking for new houses, and I and I I haven't come across a house yet that has a a, a built-in fog machine for the front yard. No, although I mean, some of the neighborhoods we've gone through, they go all out for Halloween. They have have I'm, not seen in a single amenity where we're given the option for fog house include or fog machine included. And look, I would pay for the fluid. Mm-hmm. If the fog machine were included in the house itself, I don't mind that si- that kind of upkeep. That would be, I, yeah, I've but got like no problems with that. I'd run it's it it's an day. untapped feature, I think, in the realty market. Fog machine. Similarly, similarly, um, your entire house being wired to one skull. That's okay. Carlton, over here. I think I found a lamp. Let's see. Oh my God. Also, untapped feature in the housing market. The light switch, why it's just in the eye socket of this actual human skull. Don't worry. It turns the whole house on. It's just, it's absolutely bonkers. They're asking you to buy into so much. Not the least yeah. of which that John Aston's eyebrows are real. Why? <laughs> the, like, is there a special word for an eyebrow wig? What is happening? And legit, he couldn't, he wasn't even speaking loud enough for the boom mics to get him. He was here for the day rate. Yeah. He owed somebody a favor and he literally like chucked shit over his shoulder and walked out the door as he exited his scene. Pretty it much. Ridiculous. And also what were we watching? The writing was just wild. Like that doesn't make, it didn't make any sense. Like, okay, so a, this is the person selling the house and he's telling, well, get out of the house. Uh, you don't want to live here. It's your last chance to leave. Like, okay, but sure. But supposedly he's the guy that that Carl was talking to to get the house. Like, right? How something doesn't make any sense. Like, Carl all, has lost it objectively. Yeah, yeah, because he's doing all this in the middle of the night. He thinks all of this is a good thing just because there's no other uh, franchises of his particular chain gag store, which in and of itself yeah. is a wild concept. And also the fact that they like glorify, we've bought a fixer upper, but we have no intention of fixing it up. Did the realtor not do a make ready? There's cobwebs everywhere. Old furniture. Sure. Okay. All this stuff comes with the house, but fucking do something. With I would it. be pissed off if I walked into a house that I had just bought and been like, there's all this old shit that I have to get you rid of. You say that, but the house we actually applied for had a full ass family in it when we saw it. Right. <laughs> but I don't expect them to be there when we walk in for the first time. And no. if they are, I would be equally pissed. I Sure. <laughs> if the dog were still there, I'd be fine with that. Though. I'd be fine that with the dog. The dog, was, dog. the dog was cute. Already. Yeah. No, but truly the writing in this is wild. She, uh, Jennifer automatically assumes that no boys, they're going to like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy place to live. I bet nobody here ever heard of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> uh, of all, like, I'm sorry. I guess that dates it, but even 86? in 86, yeah. to please tell me teenagers were listening to something other than Springsteen. Bruce I at Springsteen. least new, new kids on the block, maybe? Is that too young for that? Or Duran Duran the was around that? Yeah. Like, there's got to be something out. Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And then also just the weirdness of the boys exploring the basement alone. 
all of that being creepy, yeah. hearing an old man laughing and being like, hey, come look. Hey, Corwin. What? Look, it's just his size. Big deal. Hurry. Over here, over here. Like I said, this was for one of Disney's magical movie evenings or whatever. Sure. Who was this for? Why did they do? Was this a backdoor pilot? What were they trying to do with this property? Because it really doesn't. Make nobody has the same goals. I think everybody's just fine collecting a paycheck. Nobody's mad to be here except maybe John Aston. Yeah. Well, let's get through this. Let's. The next morning during a gag filled breakfast, Carlton reassures Jennifer that she's just hearing things and ghosts aren't real. That night, Jennifer is once again drawn by sounds and lights, following them to their source, only to be blasted with bright lights, a strange wind, and maniacal laughter, causing her to faint. Upon waking, she claims to have seen the Boogity Man, describing him as a yucky, grilled cheese sandwich-like faced man. Carlton finds traces of him, but assumes it's just more gags. Who doesn't uh, like a gag-filled breakfast? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone doesn't like a gag filled breakfast. Yeah. If I sat down for breakfast and all of it was props, I'd be fucking pissed pretty much. And not only just, okay. So like it, it, it's, I get it that this is, I, I, again, I don't know who this is aimed at, but again, a plate with just one fake egg on it. That's not breakfast. And then there's another version of the fake egg that also squirts. Yeah. But she's, this was wild. The She's complaining about the noises that she heard in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, the way that Eloise was talking, I half expected her to just be like, oh, honey, that's just you, me and your father doing lines of coke all night. Daddy, I keep hearing the sneezing. Honey, people hear lots of noises in old houses like this. It doesn't mean anything. I'll tell you something. We're all going to feel a lot better once we get settled in. Believe me, there are no ghosts in this house. Ah! Gag city. <laughs> that would have livened up the entire It would have thing. explained the entire film. Exactly. We, look, we love practical jokes, and it's because we just snorted a pound of coke. This family is got to be exhausting like they are exhausting and they're so mean to each other i feel like the only likable people are eloise and jennifer and even then eloise keeps gaslighting jennifer about the fucking ghost i mean you would straight up divorce me Girl, if this, this is, is the way. this shit is grounds for divorce <laughs> dragging your family into a rundown spider house with sneezing ghosts then psychologically torturing them with pranks all the damn time fucking get help carlton god yeah, damn yeah, this is this is absolutely this is not the awful. gag city that i signed up for no. eternally exhausting the whole fucking family this is absolutely and awful. the one person who's worried that the house is haunted is the one who's going to go exploring the creepy sounds and yeah, lights I, I don't understand it also the the, the the pace at which she walked through the hallway mind you this is 45 minutes long but, but this felt seemed, like it took a year the whole it seemed like it took twice as long as it took yeah it, that's the magic of mr boogity's cloak in the end yeah maybe because it was made for tv and they knew they were going to have commercials and like they knew it was going to be a 90 minute block so they kind of had to fill it out it does explain the weird pacing and like you know i will hand it to them they don't show the ghost 
like the Mr. Boogity until the end, which is, I think. I feel like they're aping Amityville a little bit. Like maybe this is supposed to be a dark, family friendly Amityville. Maybe. Except in that case, you know, that there's never a manifestation of the ghost that's trying to get them out of the house. Right. But I, I. Like, it's literally clearly just green, like, gel cut for those footprints. Like, there's nothing that's, that's, they're not trying for verisimilitude or anything. No. And honestly, that's the last time we see those green footprints that were going up the wall. Yeah. For this. The women are the only normal people, but even the mother even is gaslighting then. her. She's clearly just fainted in this hallway. Jennifer, honey, are you all right? What happened? We found you lying here, honey. You were clicking your heels together, and all you would say is, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. I saw him! I saw him! Who? The Boogity Man! His face, it was all yucky and, uh, and like a grilled cheese sandwich or something. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait Jennifer a minute. is really the only sane one. I don't, think like, it's a, I don't think it's a question of sanity so much, because I don't want to necessarily denigrate what what actual mental trauma you know jennifer has to have being the oldest daughter in this family yeah because clearly she's the only one who's not bought into all the jokey jokey she's got two younger brothers who are fucking piss ants a mom who (laughs) laughs like a goddamn horse and a dad who does not care about the impact that he has on his family at all with all of his jokery tomfoolery and chicanery the only thing that he cares about is his job and he's brought his job home and doesn't leave it and that is problematic. Though all of it's problematic. The fucking mummy is problematic. The jack in the vacuum is problematic. I'm just, I'm, I'm baffled. I mean, we'll get to all of that in a minute. <laughs> After more paranormal experiences, the youngsters head to Lucifer Falls Historical Society to learn what they can about the history of the house. Mr. Witherspoon, who runs the joint, tells them of William Hanover, a grouchy old pilgrim man who fell in love with the lovely widow Marion 300 years ago who then struck a deal with the devil, selling his soul for a magic cloak in order to win her over and her son. Using the cloak to kidnap Marion and her son, Jonathan, he destroyed his own house, located on the same spot as the Davis's current home. All three died, remaining as ghosts. Boogity, Hanover, and Jonathan, who had a cold when he died, are trapped inside the house and Marion is unable to enter and get her child back. You know, I was, I started confident with my VO voice at the start of that, but it got so goddamn confusing. Mm-hmm. I, even I, I, I wrote that and I lost the thread. Yeah. It, it's it, this, it, again, y'all, this is still just a 45 minute show. Yeah, there, There's so much, there's so much like exposition, but yet, such a lack of it as well it's half told through a handmade pop-up book yeah like what the fuck so yeah these kids are these kids that basically go into town it they- takes one incident for the little boys to finally believe that there's a haunting the one kid's missing his teddy bear but then suddenly they get a vfx show in the kitchen for 10 seconds yeah and suddenly they're in yes it's haunted well, what do you think we should do yeah what do you think we should do Dad doesn't even believe in ghosts. Yeah, Jennifer. Would you shut up? No. Look, we're the only ones who know what's going on. It's up to us. It's like an evil version of the cleaning up scene in the original Mary Poppins. And those yes. boys are just like, ghosts? And so they're going to walk over to the historical society, which they instantly find. 
bushy eyebrowed Gomez Adams is falling asleep on the newspaper for some fucking reason. I don't, it, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. And he also doesn't, he pretends not to know where he is or like what is he's he hung doing. Over? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, he pulls out this book that he unlocks, but yet when he, after he unlocks it, there is no mechanism on the book. Like, I guess maybe this was on a tiny TV and you wouldn't notice, but even yeah. when it was blown up, I was just like, what is, what is the point? And you really only get the pop-up book for like half the story before he closes it and seems to be just sort of making it up as he goes along. Exactly. But then we get these scenes that are supposed to be kind of like the animation of the pop-up book that are themselves creepier than anything else in the show. Yeah, this they is remind the scariest me of those part. Old like public access sort of like religious tales mm-hmm. because it's just like a stark white set with kind of like hand painted scenery. The fog machine has made a reappearance, mm-hmm. but also we're kind of getting the, um, you know, Tichuba in the woods, the crucible vibe happening as Mr. Boogity just runs this around. Could very well be like proto the witch movie like or, or like it kind of <laughs> gave me i've seen those you know the old 70s mormon cartoons oh my god even little children had to watch their step around him the children called him mr boogity because he delighted in scaring them boogity Boogity, boogity, boo! <laughs> it was, I'm just, uh, the note I had was they're creepy for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and also, so like, mm, it also the 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 story of Mister Boogity, who is uh, what's his name, uh, Hanover, Hanover, li- literally kidnapping a child, selling his soul to the devil to get a a a cape that will allow him to kidnap a child to steal this woman that he loves, right? Like it's, it's gross. It's such a gross premise. Like why, why did they have to do something like that? I don't know. It was, yeah. And then for some reason she's kept out of the house by the same magic, even in death. Yeah. And her ghost has been trying to, I don't know. We'll get to that in a minute because Eloise needs her moment in the sun. They also, they also say that like, (laughs) there's been multiple houses that have been built on this spot. At what point would someone realize, Hey, probably just, you know what? Leave it out. And at what point is it a realtor's responsibility to tell someone like Carlton Davis, hey, every house that's been built here has burned down mysteriously, whether or not it's actually a ghost, maybe don't buy it? Yeah, because he gets there and says, don't buy it. At what point did, like, who who was selling who was selling see, this house? It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any damn sense. Doesn't make any sense. Is it the ghost? Yeah. Is that like his long-term retirement plan? Maybe if that's the case, put in a little bit of money, flip the place and Airbnb it. Yeah. Cause if people got that for just one night, they would be fine. Especially the whole experience. Boogity could scare all the people he wanted. Mm-hmm. Somebody could turn some pretty coin in Maine. No question. And then at some point somebody would figure it out and then destroy Mr. Boogity and let the, the other ghosts go. And you know, it would happen, but it, this was the, the fact that this was, it, it just, again, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that anybody any feels sense. the sudden responsibility. They're all dead. What's it matter for child separate? Right. Isn't that harsh? I just, fuck you, ghosts. I'm out. Meet me. See ya. I mean, Heading yeah. to the Holiday Inn where they have HBO and a pool. Let's move on. The children return home and tell their gag-loving parents who attempt to assure the children the house isn't haunted as the paranormal activity peaks. Eloise and the children are scared enough to want to leave, but Carlton convinces them to stay for the night, camped out together in the living room. 
That night, Eloise encounters the ghost of the widow Marion, who describes how to defeat Boogity. The Davises arm themselves with household items and toys as they head upstairs in search of the monster, who taunts and tricks them. Corwin and Ari meet the ghost of Jonathan, who stole Ari's bear because he was lonely. As Jonathan tells them stories about the previous families that Boogity chased away, they hear him approaching and run to rejoin the family. <sighs> All of this is psychological abuse. The way these kids are scared, they come into this house. Yeah. The dad scares them. And then there's the like, and then we get Eloise's laugh. Okay. So this caught me. This probably scared me the most in this. If anything, God bless Mimi Kennedy for pulling this off and making it consistent. Because this breathy, and it, here it is. Braying. Here it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, huh? Don't you love it? Daddy had it made special just before we moved. Daddy, we're trying to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, I know, sweetheart, but wait. Watch this. Watch this. You ready? like if you're doing your laundry while you're watching this movie and you're confused as to why your kids aren't wrapped because the story's all over the place the minute you hear that laugh you are snapped to attention because my god it is it is jarring it is like she can't breathe uh these who buys a joke shop back I, i don't like who is that product for and then the clown pops out of it and again, it feels very phallic. And the nose again looks like a drawing of a dick. Right. And then the other joke about it is that it shoots ping pong balls instead of sucking anything. Yes. But the other side of this is like, what? Okay. I can understand the short sightedness of this business. Who is this chauffeur? I don't, I don't know. I don't know who this sh- chauffeur is. I don't know who the show is for. I, the, the vacuum pop out. A puppet thing. It's, that, ja- it's a jack in the back. It's a jack in the back. It's it, you would literally use it once. If you haven't seen it, it's a sh- it's a large shop vac that when you pull the lid off has a a clown that it, it, it erects itself. Right, but forcibly it, just, it doesn't make any sense. Like who the because this thing seems expensive. You are literally probably spending yeah. seventy five to a hundred dollars on this joke vacuum that doesn't work takes up a shit ton of space Who is it for? and literally will and literally will surprise maybe someone wants and this is where i was like is this a joke of the amityville because then the mummy comes like this is when boogity's like no really i'm here and takes over now i don't know how you guys are making those noises one thing i do know this house is not haunted <laughs> Time to call a realtor. Okay, maybe I see what they're trying to do with this, and it is not working. It's but spoiler working. alert, they did a sequel to this. Yeah, they did. So it worked for somebody? And it, the sequel is an hour and a half. Oh, so no, I, I don't no. I don't know. 
Um, but the, but these guys are just absolutely terrible parents other than gaslighting their children who are, they are literally seeing paranormal things happen. And instead of, Hey, let's get out of here and go to a hotel. Mm, nope. Actually, let's have a camping trip in the, in the front room. I will say though, when all of that stuff got animated, the way that mummy was moving, uh, there used to be a six flags park in Houston called Astroworld. Yeah. And one year they had a Halloween show that was kind of like, Oh, it's Halloween. We're going to sing and dance to pop songs and like feed my Frankenstein and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was a mummy scene, um, you know, where the monster got created and almost like Rocky horror, you know, he was sort of like, Oh, the, they're the rip, the bandages are ripped. And Oh, now he's a lovely dancer. I had a season pass that year and I definitely wrote that mummy dancer, a love note, uh, as like a 14 year old boy. <laughs> Did you give him the love note? I left it on the stage at the Astroworld and ran away. So I don't know. It was like to Mr. Mummy and then <laughs> ran out. Well, Mr. Mummy, if you're listening, um, you know, look, if, a, if he's taken sometime <laughs> in the mid nineties, you were the mummy dancer in Astroworld's Halloween show. Uh, we're at nonplus pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah. reach out. Do you still have those abs? I'd love to see them. <laughs> But yeah, it also is just wild that he would go and especially when your family is terrified and then your response to it is to a have everyone sleep in the living room convinces them all to stay. Yeah. And then tell a ghost story in the in the middle of the night. And the two little boys are still being dicks about it. The girls legitimately scared. That's what I'm saying. Like this. These these everyone is terrible. I couldn't as as someone who was terrorized like this as a child by his siblings. Because I spook easily, and my brother thought that was funny. I am very mad at these two little assholes and oh. their dad, who's egging them on. Josh Fuck will be all of them. Josh will be watching like he'll be playing Civ Six and watching The Office on his computer at night, and I will, you know, after I've I coming out to be like, hey, like you know, it's late, let's go to bed, and he will jump twenty seven feet. Like, or like that time we lived in Long Beach and we were in between roommates and I was looking for you you and you hid in a closet and jumped out at me and I screamed and nearly pissed myself. If Josh lived with this family, Child Protective Services would have been involved. I'm not a violent person, but I would consider it self-defense. There would come a point. <laughs> They're just so awful to each other. Truly. Well, do you want to talk about the whole meal that she has? Oh my God, yeah. So Eloise gets up in the middle of the night because um, Carlton grabs her and she spooks herself awake. Right. Like, well, I guess I'm going to have myself a midnight snack, which is effectively a charcuterie board, but without any effort. She grabs a a plate full of cheese and meats, like giant blocks. It's individual slices of cheese. I think there's a block of white cheese. There's some sliced uh, lunch meat. There's a sandwich roll, like a like, whole, like a big giant sandwich roll. Then she grabs an apple and, and a, a pepper. bell pepper, a whole ass bell. She's got a whole fist. Of this bell pepper as a midnight snack. No knife. And then a ghost is throwing rocks at the window just as she's taking the plastic off of her first slice of a craft single, the craft single. <laughs> like, it's just nonsense. And it was just so much like, you know, there was probably somebody at props that was like, Hey, she wants to have a midnight stack. And this person was like, oh, hey, I've got these blocks of wood that look like cheese. Okay. Well, she needs to be able to look like she's eating one of these. Um, Well, craft services has some craft just slices. loaded up and her plate. It's just nonsense. And then she offered a ghost coffee. Well, would you like to 
come in or have a cup of coffee? Is it something about coffee, dear? Something that's painful for ghosts about coffee? I cannot enter your home. Well, yes, you can. You certainly can if I invite you. Mr. Boogity preventeth me. He preventeth you? How dare he? Why is Eloise a fucking idiot? <laughs> She's just like I'm so I don't sad. Get it. I'm uh. so sad. Mimi, you deserve better. Eloise should not be an idiot. She's so close to being the best character in the show. Now, you know what would have been a twist? Is the whole family would have just been murdered. That's the Real documentary great. now version of it. Yes. Then everybody just ends up dead at the <laughs> it's end. Death. Because they don't take anything seriously because they think that everything's a gag gift. So Eloise explains all of this, the gimmick. And this is where I'm like, why, why is it your job to help yeah. these ghosts? And they think like the summary said household items and they've got toys and shit. I don't understand why they think that's going to help them. The boys yeah. end up back in the basement and it, little boy screaming. Fucking he's wrestling a ghost. What is happening in this movie? Ari, which for is so his name is R E like, because it's Reginald something, whatever. Anyways. Um, but the subtitles kept saying Ari, like a H R I. Right. And I was just like, mm, well, because that's be how consistent. they're, that's how they're saying it. Oh, I know. If a subtitle just said capital R capital E, that wouldn't make any damn sense to somebody who relied on subtitles. <laughs> fair. Actually fair enough. Um, but I'm okay. I'm, I, but that's the thing though. I'm okay with his name being Ari instead of R E like there's probably some fucking reason it's R E again. I feel like this was some kind of pilot. They wanted to do something more with it. There was probably going to be a whole lore, I guess, but R E is an asshole. Like he's literally fighting with this ghost that it, he knows who this is because yeah. they've heard the story. Yeah. He knows who and this he's still going to deck this, this crying sick ghost over a teddy bear. Ari, do you know who this is? Yeah, he's the guy who stole my fuzzy teddy bear. Ari, this is Jonathan, the ghost. All right. Well, let's wrap this Shall up. Shall we bring this in for a landing? As, as Mr. Boogity appears with a bright flash of green light, the Davises run for cover behind boxes of gag items. But Boogity uses his magic to disable Carlton, Jennifer, and Eloise. Ari grabs the vacuum cleaner and sneaks behind Mr. Boogity, and after a struggle, the vacuum takes hold of Boogity's cloak, sucking it right off his back and causing him to disappear. Widow Marion and Jonathan appear, and the Davises look on as the ghosts embrace and then disappear in a dance of light. The house is supposedly no longer haunted, but the Davises hear Boogity's voice grimly intoning, Wanna bet? Leaving open the possibility of his return. So the way they had to defeat Boogity was to get his cloak off of him. Yeah. And thus he would lose his power. Right. And then the widow could come get her ghost baby and it would mm -hmm. also banish Boogity. Right. But we get static powers and the fright wig mm -hmm. situation in this fight. And then hijinks ensue. It's, it's vaguely reminiscent of the final fight in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which would come three years later. Yeah, but I, I just the mask was bad. The wig was bad. Every, There's nothing. Everything just, was terrible about this. So bad. Corwin 
and Ari are, are making this this plan about how to get the cloak off of him. A, they're having the lo- the loudest conversation about this while all this stuff is happening. Right. And and then when it comes time to actually e- execute the plan, Ari doesn't do the thing that he said he was going to do. Corwin is already taken hostage with a inflating fire poker shovel no, fireplace shovel that inflates into a metal balloon and he is going He's into just the indefinitely rising right. suddenly carlton is is caught by a spell that makes him hump a ladder yeah um the girls are blasted by wind uh and Ari's running around hiding behind sheets and curtains not doing anything like literally goes not behind even trying a, to unplug the vacuum right but literally goes behind a curtain a, a see-through Silk, what what is this? Well, this you know the 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 jacket of act is chasing him, and then he hides behind Mister Boogity. But then that's what Boogity has enchanted the vacuum to chase the kid, and then the vacuum sucks the cloak, and Boogity's like Boogity Boogity, and gets sucked into the vacuum and does a I'm melting kind of a thing. I I, I don't, don't know. I, it, he was defeated by the vacuum that he enchanted to chase the kid. It's nonsense. Ghosts come back and it's kind of touching and there's no reason to see this. Boner clown has Boogity's voice and does a wink. Well, guess we got rid of those ghosts, huh, Dad? Yep, got rid of those ghosts, huh, Dad? You bet we did. Absolutely. <laughs> Besides, as we all know, there are no such things as ghosts. You want to bet? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Get out of that. That like, I don't, that's basically like what happens like that. And there's no real resolution. None. Nobody is. I feel like none of the, the parents have not learned from their mistakes here. I feel like they're going no. to continue because they do. Those they kids can, need therapy. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. Probably foster home. Probably. As Carlton is not fit. No, <laughs> not fit. And poor Eloise. Maybe she just feels stuck. She's trapped. She honestly, she's been kidnapped and no one is helping her. You could could tell from that laugh. The only time that she has time to herself is when she wakes up in the middle of the night to go gorge on food. She can't even trust the vibrators in her bedside table because what if one of them explodes with snakes? Holy shit. (laughs) Carlton! My vibrators come aflame again. Okay. This is where we would normally talk about budget and reception, but neither makes any sense in the context of this, not the least of which is because there's literally no movie page for it on Rotten Tomatoes. You can get to the reviews page, but there's no like base page for it. I couldn't find any critic stuff. There is a recent article from Slash Film that will add to the details. That's kind of like a Mr. Boogity revisited. I didn't really read through it, but if you want to dive more into the history of Mr. Boogity, go read that because I just don't care enough. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry. I love you all. We, we do have a couple of reviews here. We've got Dennis F uh, saying it's a neat kids movie. Fun. Dennis F you. You're ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Jonathan P star and a half. Loved this as a kid. Jonathan, who hurt you? He does come back around. Mr. Boogity as an adult is really corny and rather dull. Such a letdown from my memories. <laughs> Which I mean, see, this honestly, is the thing, Jonathan. The- you were an idiot as a kid, oh, no. and that's fine. No, 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 no. I say this with love and empathy. It's like when people are like, "You're gonna ruin my childhood." No, because if you go back and watch the original He Man, it wasn't that great. Yeah, no. Your fantasies of being He Man is what is what enriches those. And let me tell you, that new He Man, mm. I got plenty of fantasies about mm. him. 
Nathan M in 2016, five stars. Love this movie. I watch it every Halloween. Nathan masochist. That's what that M stands Nathan, for. You could find a better movie to watch. Like literally any other movie you could watch is a better movie to watch on Halloween. Well, Halloween town. The, nostal- a- the nostalgia is better in Halloween town. I would argue, even though I did not like Halloween town, it's got Debbie Reynolds and it, it made more sense. Yes. At least in this, it had a reasonable it had motivation. Plot. Yeah. This, this is uh, nonsense. Then we have Alan C who gave it two and a half stars. Uh, he just says overall, at least to me, this was only of interest uh, to see as an early appearance of by Swanson. So like, you know, Christy, like an early thing to see Christy Swanson in pretty much. So, okay. I mean, uh, I, I would direct you to the original Buffy, the vampire slayer. Pretty much. It is better than this. Personally. That's, that's where I would leave you. Would you recommend this movie? Hell no. Okay. It's not worth the time. It's not. I mean, I, I, what else can I say? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. This is this is not a movie that I think anyone should actually go out and, and, and watch. It's not necessary to watch I at think, all. I think it could be an interesting exercise if you wanted to try your hand at improving the script. Like if you thought, you know what, I'd, I, I'd love to get into script writing. Maybe I'll try, re- try rewriting this. Make Mr. Boogity entertaining. Maybe. I mean, I feel like we could remake this better than what that than what happened here. But well, clearly we've wasted the pandemic. We we have wasted because we should have just done that. We should have just done this. Honestly, this is one of those movies that's been on the platform for so long. And like last year during Halloween, we were thinking about doing it. And it was and this year we did it because it was short. Right. And this year we were like, wait, it's only 45 minutes. Great. This sounds delightful. Punished. It, we were punished for that. Karma. We were instantly pretty much time expanded. Yeah. I mean, I will say the joke's on us for sure. And this episode's about 45 minutes. So, I mean, hey, you're welcome, fam. You're welcome. Yeah, truly don't bother. Don't bother. I cut down the the synopsis that I got from Wikipedia. If you need it, it's okay. literally all there. The Wikipedia, beat beat. the Wikipedia plot line is essentially the script of it because there's, it's like truly it, it's it's way too detailed. Start there Come and on. then explore the careers of the fine actors that are in it because Many of them did have great careers For afterwards sure. and have been in plenty of good shit. This was not that. This was not that. Alrighty. All right. Well, um, if you uh, want to uh, subscribe to our Patreon, we've got a lot of cool uh, content up there. We just recently um, did... finished up Visions. We finished yeah. watching Star Wars Visions. So that was that was really fun to do. And honestly, Star Wars Visions, a much better use of your time. Right. And we could we just couldn't keep watching good stuff that we enjoy watching because that's not the point of this show. That's not the point. The point of this show is to get really angry at things and, and make fun of them. to get nonplus sometimes. Yeah, and to get nonplus. Yeah. And if you want not more nonplus, like clancy said head over to patreon.com slash making mischief you can get more of our bonus content and bonus content from shows all over the mischief media network yeah if they want to find me on social media where can they find me clancy well they can find you at josh watching tv without the g on twitter and instagram yes and if they uh if if i was on the internet where would i be i mean you are on the internet you're just never Active. I'm never actually. But on. if you want to be alerted when Clancy is active on the internet, you go to CLNCY. That's Clancy without the A on Twitter and Instagram. And of I, course, I tweeted something recently. So, oh, good yeah. for you. Thank you. Baby steps. And of course, you can find the show at Nonplus Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us at uh, with suggestions at nonpluspod.com. Yep. Uh, shows to watch, thoughts, uh, whatever. Rate, review, subscribe. 
I have a spoopy season. Yeah. We're going to have more spoopies. Yeah, we're going to we're going to keep this this ball rolling. We got a we we've done a lot of a lot of planning and we've got a we've I think we've got a good lineup coming up Look, soon. Let's let's be real. Like Clancy said, we're moving. So we might uh we might actually get ahead of ourselves for once. It would it How would delightful, delightful would that be? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, uh, that over there is, oh, it's my husband, Josh. Oh, good. I was worried. Uh, and that over there is my husband, Clancy. And uh, we're nonplussed. We are so not God. We After this one, <laughs> I, this, is, this, is, this is the most nonplussed I've been in a while. Yeah, there's been a there's been a couple of gems, but this is this is one of them. The, uh, this turd wasn't even polished. It wasn't. Not even. Well, there was that like fake glossy shit they put over some of it. No, that was the fake vomit. Oh, that's right. Right. Okay. Bye. It's, it just is, it's one of those things where it's one of those things where the, it it just, again, yeah. When you look at it, like if there's anything you and I are less familiar with, it's gagging. Am I right? Oh my God. Remember you can get $20 off your first box of booze boosters from shaker and spoon with the code nonplussed. Just go to shakerandspoon.com slash nonplussed to get your $20 off today. Add some personality to your potions. And some spice to your sauce. Ew.